0: Welcome to the True Vine podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen. Why don't we stand? Have you come this morning anticipating a mighty move of God? Have you already experienced a powerful move of worship and praise this morning? Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise for already touching? He's not through this morning he's not through pastor started off last week's series in the anticipate series of restoration and this morning i will be in the middle of anticipating deliverance anticipating deliverance i don't know what you came in here with what issues you've been dealing with what chains have been bound to you not only from the week but for months and years that have attached themselves to you but this morning it's Christ's goal and my goal that you leave completely delivered completely set free in your heart in your mind in your thoughts in your imaginations and that whenever you leave this house of worship you leave changed Amen, amen. God is gonna do a powerful work. I give honor to Pastor, Sister Durant, Pastor Mark, Sister Ashley. Our deepest condolences from my family and the church family. We stand on the shoulders of elders like Brother Zuniga. This is not in my notes, but I feel like I need to say it. He has joined a great cloud of witnesses above that have allowed us to come in and experience what we experienced this morning because of faithful men and women like brother zuniga sister zuniga faithful elders and faithful saints that have shown and have drove and plowed the way of faithfulness faithfulness they're not standing behind a pulpit but they're faithful as an example of faithfulness to the kingdom and what God has done in their life. And Sister Zuniga, I know you're watching online. And today I honor you and Brother Zuniga. This handkerchief is a handkerchief he gave me, Pastor him and Sister Zuniga gave me back in December, just less than a month ago. And I'll forever cherish it because it's it's the faithfulness that he portrayed and that he lived a life by, and the testimony that he lived. And today, Brother Zuniga and that cloud of witnesses that you're looking down, I give you honor today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, your phones, whatever mobile device you're, and if you would turn to Luke chapter four, verse 18. Streaming with us online, I say thank you for tuning in this morning. If you're looking at an archive, I say thank you for coming back to the archive. But Luke chapter 4, verse 18 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Amen, amen, amen. If you would set your device or your Bible down, let us pray. Lord, we love and we praise you. We come into this house of worship anticipating a mighty move of your spirit, God. We come anticipating complete deliverance Lord, that you would set the captive free this morning. We ask that you would touch every heart, every mind, every person, God. Whether it be in person or they're watching online, that your spirit would move them. That they would draw closer to you today. And God, that you would anoint me, your servant. That you would anoint my lips, my heart. That you would anoint my ears today, that they would be so sensitive to hear your voice and my tongue and my mouth, that you would give me boldness to speak that words that you've given me today in the name of Jesus Christ. And the church said, amen. 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 You may be seated in Jesus' name. Christ is in the synagogue delivering the well-known words of Isaiah's prophecies whose burden in that mysterious servant of the Lord despised the men Abhorred of the nation, but whom kings on seeing him are to arise. And princes are to worship. In appearance, he was more marred than any man in his form. That the sons of men, yet touching many nations. Laboring seemingly in vain, and spending his strength for naught and in vain. Yet to rise up the tribes of Jacob the tribes of Jacob, and to be his salvation to the ends of the earth. Christ reads, you have anointed me to preach deliverance to the captives. This morning, I come to you with his words, preaching deliverance to the captives, preaching Jesus Christ and him crucified, the, the one who is the deliverer. He is the Almighty Deliverer today. Jesus Christ, the one who the prophet would be speaking of, our Deliverer who's come to set the captive free. In my studies, the meaning of this word is Ephesus. The definition is release from bondage or imprisonment. Forgiveness or pardon. Has anybody been pardoned this morning? Letting them go as if they have never been committed. Just parting them and giving a pardon to them that, and letting them go like the, the crime or the sentence has never been committed. Remission of the penalty. The same prophetic words of the great prophet Isaiah still ring on January twenty fourth, 2021. Jesus Christ is the deliverer. And this morning, I come anticipating deliverance. This morning, I'm not talking about a temporal fix, but I'm talking about an eternal, an eternal deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning, the Holy Ghost is sending deliverance to Old Town Temecula, Front Street This morning, or on the world wide web as you're watching, he's bringing deliverance into your home. He's bringing deliverance into your vehicles. He's bringing deliverance into his house this morning. Jesus Christ, the deliverer. There's something when the spirit of the Lord moves. He releases peace in the middle of your chaos. When you should have been convicted to a life sentence, he's brought you pardon. He breaks the chains of bondage that have held you down from fulfilling your purpose in life. Deliverance from your past. Deliverance from drugs and alcohol and promiscuity. Deliverance from pornography. Deliverance from any chain that binds you this morning. He's come to be your deliverer. His word says, he that the son is set free is free indeed. 2 Corinthians 3 and 17 reads, Now the the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. There is deliverance. I promise you, friend, the spirit of the Lord is in his house of worship today. And today you should feel good in your heart, in your soul, and in your mind because the deliverer has come to set the captive free. He's come to break the chains And give you complete deliverance and liberty this morning. Amen, amen, amen. I have a helper this morning. Jade, if you'd come up and help me. I have a great helper this morning. Luke chapter 13 and verse 10 through 13 reads. And when he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold... There was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. And when Jesus saw her, he called to her, and he said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. This woman was completely bowed over. For 18 years, she walked around, she walked around bowing over. It wasn't because she had a slipped disc in her back or a herniated disc. But the Lord said she had a spirit of infirmity. I've heard this all my life, a spirit of infirmity. And that word infirmity means sick. She had years of sickness. She was, it means to be pressed, years of pressing. Come on, somebody get this years of being diseased, years of being wounded, years of hurt. She has carried it for so long that herself, she was bowed and she could not lift herself over. Her hair was matted and all she could do was walk around. She couldn't look up, she couldn't see because she was just years of hurtfulness. And then that spirit had attached to herself, to her hurt, to her pressing. Now she was oppressed, and she was depressed, and she could not look up. She became bitter. She became hurtful, and she had left that spirit attach to her. Some of you, right now, you've been walking around for not days but months and years with a spirit and infirmity in your hearts and in your minds because you have let that spirit of bitterness, of hurt attach itself to you. And I'm telling you, God has sent me here to preach deliverance to the captive this morning. You, you don't have to leave here with 18 years of hurt, with 18 years of bitterness, with 18 years of being pressed and depressed. And and oppressed, God has brought Himself here to be your deliverer. Anticipate deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. He's here this morning, He's here this morning. Jesus Christ, your deliverer, is here for years. She's walked around, she's walked around that word. The last meaning of that word, infirmity, is tender. He caught on Moshe. God is moving this morning. She was tender. She was tender in her heart. She was tender in her mind. She was tender in her thoughts. She was so tender. She couldn't raise herself up because she was afraid she was going to break, because she has been impressed. She's been so pressed by the spirit of infirmity that she found herself in such a tender state that she couldn't. She's afraid, God, if I lift myself up, I'm afraid I'm gonna break. Thank you, Jade. And some of you here this morning, you might not be bowed down in a physical position but you're bowed down in the spirit. You're in a spiritual position of being bowed down because the enemy has had you so pressed and he's had you so tender and he has you beaten down so much that your spirit can't lift itself up. But Jesus Christ has come to tell you, hey, I'm coming to give you a spirit that will set you free and you'll be free indeed. He will deliver you of that spirit In prayer last night, about 5.15, in my guest bedroom, I laid prostrate, prostrate on the ground. I said, God, I need a word from you. He's been working on my heart and all week long. but I said, God, I want you to bring me a word for the church. And whenever I lay down, Pastor, I've been praying, God, I want you to give me the same compassion and passion that you have. And for a brief 15 to 25 seconds, he let me feel your pain. He let me feel a little bit of what you're dealing with. Just like that example of that woman. And this is the word that he's given me. Some of you have been bound. And now you're, you're, you're bowed and you're bowed in your spirit. You have to let your wounds, you have let your wounds and your hurt take roots. And now it's part of your identity. You have let roots of anger and bitterness and resentment and jealousy creep in you have tried to justify whatever the reason is even if it wasn't your fault but through time and years you've been going through life bowed in your spirit but today I've come to release your pain but I need you to release all of your hurt and all of your barriers His Spirit has sent me here to preach your deliverance today. He has sent me here to preach deliverance to you. Whether you're in this sanctuary or whether you're streaming online. God is saying, you've carried it for too long. Today is the day of your deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ. Why don't you give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Anticipate deliverance. Give him an ovation like you're anticipating his deliverance this morning. Give him an ovation of praise and worship like he's already done it. Because he's already done it. He's already delivered. You just need to take it and accept his word and leave and worship him with deliverance this morning. I've come anticipating deliverance. Amen, amen, amen. Psalm 34, 1 through 4 reads, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. David being chased like a dog from Saul, he says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and he delivered me from my fear. The psalmist knew what the f- what fear felt like. He knew what fear felt. He experienced that fear being chased like a dog. But he said, I sought the Lord, and he delivered me from all my fears. Oh, for 11 months, we've been living in fear, afraid to go out, afraid to touch the grocery cart, afraid to talk to somebody, Brother Foster, without our mask being on. Afraid to be in a crowd. Afraid to send our kids to school. Afraid to come in the house of worship. Afraid to turn on social media in the morning because now it's another death. Afraid. But God sent to deliver this morning to deliver us from all our fears David says he delivered me from all my fears it's time it's time the church come out of hiding it's time the church come out of hiding and be delivered from all our fears because Christ has delivered us from our fears, Exodus chapter six, verses one through eight. The children of Israel needed deliverance, and Christ bringing deliverance. It says then the Lord said unto Moses, and God spake to Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. I'm just going through a few of the words. In verse 5, it says, And I have also heard the groanings of the children of Israel. I have also heard the groanings of the children of Temecula, whom the Egyptians have kept in bondage. And I have remembered my covenant to them, he says. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, Let's put Temecula there. Wherefore say unto the children of Temecula, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out of your burdens of Egyptians, and I will rid you of all their bondage, and I will redeem you with the outstretched arm and with great judgments, and I will take you to me for a people, and I will be to you a God, and ye shall know, know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out of your burdens, or which delivers you. Christ has come to be your deliverer today. He has come to set you free. Deliverance. That root word, and I'm thinking about it for the last couple weeks since pastor asked if I would preach. And I go, it goes, deliverance, deliver, delivery. And whenever I think of delivery, I think of my kids. <clears throat> and uh, I think of my wife, my poor wife, we poor women having delivered and go through childbearing. But I'm thinking of her and our kids and how different both of their deliveries were. And in the first one, it was four o'clock in the morning, five weeks way too early. I just roll over, and I roll over in a pile of water in my bed with my eyes the size of saucers and my wife's just laying there. she's awake. I'm like, what what's?" she's like, my water just broke. Well, you're getting ready to deliver." And she's calm and I'm crazy. Some of you have been waiting to deliver for your deliverance in a few weeks. but God says no. I'm bringing your deliverance. Some of you are waiting on a report to bring your deliverance or, or another this to bring your deliverance or, or another this to bring your deliverance in a few weeks. But God is saying, no, today is the day. Today is the day of your deliverance. I know you might have the best plans all set and you might have your bag packed for four or five weeks from now, but today's the day. And with my second one, My wife would have wished it was four or five weeks sooner because she she was so swollen. I remember her coming to church and us laughing every Sunday because she has her dress on, but she could only put on flip-flops because her feet were so swelled. But it was in the middle of a hurricane. I believe it was a Saturday night. And in the middle of a hurricane, in the middle of a storm, in the middle of the pressures of life, because a hurricane brings the pressures, and it changes the, atmos- the atmosphere, and it changes the, the baromic pressures of the hurricane. It's changing everything that's around. And about 2 o'clock in the morning, oh, I'm getting ready to deliver. Right in the middle of your storm right in the middle of the chaos, right in the middle of life happening. God is saying, hey, I'm bringing deliverance right now. Today you may be living a life of chaos. You may be in the middle of the darkest storm, but God is saying, hey, I'm getting ready to step right up in the middle of the atmosphere. I'll change the atmosphere a little bit, and I'm going to bring deliverance to your house right in the middle of the storm in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, anticipate your deliverance this morning. And in closing, and in closing, there's no message. There's no sermon. There's no thought that doesn't go back to Acts chapter 2. Peter preaching to the first church. The first church experiencing deliverance of sin. The most powerful experience of deliverance is your salvation. In 37, the last few words, men and brethren, what must we do? What must we do to be delivered of sin? How do we break the chains of sin? And Peter said unto them, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gospel delivers, the gospel brings deliverance. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. This morning, God is ready to bring deliverance of salvation to you. Here in a few minutes, we have three baptisms already set. Three young people ready to be buried in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. So the water's already warm. We've already expected deliverance, Pastor, through baptism. We've already come expecting deliverance. But the question is this. Are you ready to release yourself to him so he can release his spirit upon you? He's saying I'll bring you deliverance if it's salvation. But you have to repent of your sins. That means you have to turn away, you have to release all those things and turn away. He says, I'll forgive you of your sins. See, here in a few minutes, bodies are still being raised, being raised to new life. Deliverance is still happening. I'd ask you to stand this morning. The most powerful experience of deliverance is your salvation you're saying brother Blair I've already been saved I've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ he's filled me with his spirit that's awesome that's mighty but do you have something in your heart that you need to be delivered from that you've been carrying for way too long like that woman with the spirit of infirmity that you need to be delivered of We're going to sing this song in worship. Go ahead. Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being moved. God's still delivering. I will believe it. Do you believe it? Now I can see that. Wonders are still what you do. He's still delivering. Sing that again. If you need deliverance, we have five spots right here. I'm going to ask you to come on down. We have five spots. He's still doing miracles. He's still delivering in 2000 and 21. Your miracle is here. Your deliverance is here this morning. Come on, church. Come on and magnify Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you and God bless.